Good morning, my fellow Africans and the world at large. This is Emmanuel Kwejomensa once again, coming into your homes and your minds with a message of empowerment and enlightenment all the way from Ontario, Canada. Today is the 9th of September in the year 2022. And the Bible says this is the day the Lord has made. We should rejoice and be glad in it. And for that matter, I take this opportunity to invite the whole world, any man or woman listening to me or hearing my voice, to join me to give thanks to God for the day that he has granted unto us and life in general. Life is wonderful. Life is beautiful. Life is glorious. Life is God himself flowing through all things, including mankind. Today, I am going to speak to you on the topic, life without reflections upon one's, one's way of life, a self-destruction, part two. It is a continuation of my previous episode. And today we're going to look at this topic in another dimension or uh, in a different area of our lives. In my previous episode, I looked at how we look at what God has given to us as uh, natural resources or nature that surrounds us, the animals, the plants, the rivers. And the question is, Africans, do we reflect upon our lives? If we look at what we are doing to ourselves and whatever God has given to us, we are destroying everything, everything that God has given to us, all in the name of looking for livelihood, searching for food, clothing, and all other things. Now, today we are going to look at this in a different setting. But before we go on, I would like to make this statement. I made it in, my, in a previous episode. And I will, let, I will make it again. God is generous. God is generous. God loves everyone. And the only thing that God has given to all men without limit, there is no limit to what uh, to this particular thing is our mind our minds God has given all men and women the same mind whether you believe it or not it is the same mind my mind is not bigger or greater than your mind your mind is not bigger or greater than another person's mind regardless of what we call ourselves regardless of the skin color that we see ourselves wearing whether you are a white person whether you are a black person, whether you are Asian, Latino, whatever you call yourself, we all have the same mind. God has never shortchanged short anyone with regards to the mind that he has given to us. If you look at ourselves, you will see that um, some people are white and some people are black. That one, we can say that it is not that God has shortchanged, but it is diversity. It is show differences. That is how spirit or God decided to manifest himself or to express himself. But if you take your whole self, your body, and compare it to other people, you will see that there are some people who are tall and some people who are short. There are some who are big. There are some who are slim. There are some that have long arms, some to have short arms. You will see these differences. And so you will see that God has given every one of us hands, legs, and other things. But in all, all these things comes in different sizes. And so your hand may not be my hand. I may be taller than you, and therefore I can reach things that are at higher 
than your, where your hand will reach. Some people may even, may even be taller than I am. Others too are shorter. So when it comes to bending to take things, they can do it easily and comfortable. So you will see that God has given us all these things, but we, we, are, we are not the same in, or they are not the same as far as uh, what we have is concerned. Even if you take your own body, your own body, you will see that some of your parts are bigger than others. Your finger is not the same as your toe. Your head is not the same as your leg. So all these things, you see that God has given it to every human being. But my head will be bigger than your head. Your head will be smaller than mine. Yours will be round. Other people's one may be something with the different shapes. So you see that all these things, we all have all these parts, but they are in different sizes. But all these things doesn't even show that God has shortened us, but he's only demonstrated his diversity, how God expressed himself in different forms. But up, uh, upon all these differences in terms of forms that make us, the only thing that human beings have that there is no difference is the mind. The human being's mind is the same in all human beings. Whether you like it or not, you only have to sit down and reflect upon this. And I'm going to use some examples, and you'll see what I'm saying, and then we move on to our topic. So when I say we all have the same mind, it is true. If my mind is greater and more powerful than your mind, then I will never be able to agree on things with you. You will never be able to understand what I'm telling you, what I'm saying. But the fact that what I'm saying, you are able to listen to me and understand, that tells that your mind and my mind is the same. And as a matter of fact, if our minds are different, then what I see to be red will be a blue to you. What I see to be short will be tall to you because our minds are not the same, they are different. But that is not how it is. We all agree that what is red is red. What is green is green. What is Black is black. What is tall is tall. And so no human being has a lower mind than the other. And no human being has a higher mind than the other. And so when it comes to all the things that God has endowed us, the human mind is one. It is only one mind that we are all sharing. But it is all about your ability, how, how you use these gifts that God has given to you. That is a matter of fact. If our minds are different, then we will not be able to agree on things. And as a matter of fact, there is no limit to a human being's mind as to how uh, the, the, the amount of thought a, mind, a human being can generate, provided you are ready to think. There is no limit to the uh, level at which a human being can think. No one is limited. You are only to look at things and think about them. Whichever way you extend it, it will go. So your mind is elastic. Whichever way you, ex you, ex you stretch it, it will go. So the only thing that we do not have differences in shapes and forms in our life is our mind. And uh, the mind is something that is unseen. Some, the, your mind is non-physical. It is spiritual. And therefore, spirit cannot be greater in one person and, and lower in another person. No, God doesn't shortage himself. And so all our minds are the same. 
We have the same power. We have the same mental powers to do whatever thing that we want to do. But it all depends on our ability to exercise these powers. And as I'm speaking to you, if I buy two Mercedes-Benz cars and give to you and another person, and the two of you, you set off to drive on the highway, though these two uh, cars may have the same spe specification, the same speed limit or speed capability, one person may go faster than the other. It all depends on the confidence of the driver and the ability of the driver to use the car in, in a way that he thinks is comfortable. So you see that even on the highway, some people are riding in old cars, but they're going at a higher speed than someone or other people in new, beautiful cars. It's all just about the ability and the confidence to use it. So it is our mind. God has given us the same mind. It is the ability of men and women to use their minds at the extent that they are able to do things at a higher level. That makes the difference. And so God has given us the same mind, but we are supposed to use our minds to reflect upon our lives. And so the exercising of your mind is simply by reflecting upon your way of life. You are supposed to create your own realities. And so if you sit down, you have, you have the responsibility as a human being to always look at your life and reflect upon it. Which, of, which part of my life or which aspect of my life that I do not want. It doesn't serve me right now. And how can I get a new version to, to replace this? Upon this reflection, the examination upon life, upon the things that we, we, we are enjoying, things that we go through, that men and women has been able to move us to this point. And so those who have done that, they did it not because God has given them powerful minds and given some of us lower minds, no. We all have the mind. It's just that some people are using it rightly and others are not using it rightly. And now it is our responsibility to rise up and to wake up to the truth that we have a powerful tool. We have a powerful uh, force in us and that is our mental force. And if we are able to call upon these forces and do things as other people are doing, we will do exactly even better than what they have done. That is the truth. And so let us go on to the reflection of our lives. And I, as I've always been doing, or the main purpose of my uh, activity or this podcast and whatever we do at Eagle Mentality is about the African people. And as uh, the Greek philosopher said, the only examined life is not worth living. And then the book of Lamentation, which I used in the previous episode, uh, chapter 3 verse 40 also says let us test and examine our ways and return to the Lord the book of 1 Corinthians also gives us that let a man examine himself let a man examine his way of life you need to examine reflect upon your way of life and then where things are not going on well take corrective actions and make sure it, you improve that part of your life and move yourself forward and so self-examination is very important. And as Africans, one of the things or the, the, yeah, the main one of the things that we are failing to do is to examine, to reflect upon our lives. And in my previous uh, distance, I used how uh, in, uh, 
previous episode, I use how we are destroying our natural resources, the forest reserves, the rivers, the lakes, and that. that. Now, today, we are going to look at another part of our lives. Does, but we, before that, we have to ask ourselves, you as my fellow African and I, do we reflect upon our life, our existence? And as a matter of fact, if this activity is something that we do, and we are doing it properly, then by this time we should be having solutions to our problems. Whatever thing that we see as technology, or we, not, we have come to know as technology, from the advanced world, from the Europeans, from the North Americans that we, we, are, we are craving for, did not come to them just by the fact that they were born with it, but they used their minds to create it. Technology, as we are talking of, is everywhere. Technology is everywhere, just as electricity is everywhere. Technology is everywhere, just as life is everywhere. But only men and women that are able to tap into it, that are able to develop it in such a way that it becomes something bigger and greater, that is able to use it to create a lot of things. But as a matter of fact, wherever you are in Africa, the technology is around you. And how do we develop technology? What is technology even? Technology is the ideas or our way of doing things. You have an idea, then you think of it, you create something to help you to, I mean, execute the idea very well. And so if you talk of internet, internet is something that was created to help mankind to, I mean, to communicate between computers worldwide. It's a technology that was created. It was created by men and women. And it is about reflecting upon their way of life. They were doing things, the things that they were doing was very difficult. So they thought of it, how can we make life easy? How can we make life this, that? Then internet came in. Then we have what we call an automobile. They wanted to have free movement, easy access to places. They brought in automobile. All these things are way of doing things. Then they improve upon it. So if you look at technology as we talk of, we all have technology in our hands. If you look at how the car was created, they started with a steam engine. Those who invented steam engine, it was someone who was actually sitting down observing a kettle boiling. And when he was observing it, something came to him. Then he decided to research into it. So the same principle that you will use to boil your kettle in your home is the same principle that the person used to, to, to give uh, humanity what we call steam engine. All these things are in our lives. Every human being boils water. Every human being boils water. But someone has been able to follow it, to use his mind, to reflect upon it, reflect upon it, and use it to change everyone's life. In the same way, there are a lot of activities that we are doing in our lives. And if we are able to reflect upon our lives, and realize that what we are doing is so painful, therefore let us, let us think about this painful thing and see how best we can improve upon it, how best we can make it so easy, and yeah, easy, we will get an answer. And as soon as we get the answer, it becomes a world technology, it becomes a technology that men and women will use. But unfortunately, if you go to Africa right now, everyone is crying, we do not have this technology to do this. We do not have this, this to do this. We do not have this to do this. But the fact is that those that we believe that they have this technology, it didn't come from heaven, it didn't come from the sky to them. 
It was upon reflection, upon reflection, upon reflection that they got the technology. Someone sat down and observed how men and women were struggling in North America here in winter. So he decided that he would create what we call central heating, such that we are able to heat our homes, that they will create comfort. He went on. There wasn't anything like that technology at that time. He went on, just an ordinary person. He went on to develop it, and he's given it to his people. In the same way, there is heat in Africa. There is heat in Africa. An African has to. It is the responsibility of the, an African to look at the heat. How can I create something that will help men and women in Africa so that we will be able to enjoy the sun even when we are within? We don't have to open our windows. We don't have to put on this fan. That, uh, but there is a certain technology that we, the Africans, based on the heat that we are suffering, we have created something to help us cool ourselves. Then we have the technology based on the source, based on what we are going through. So you see that we are not reflecting upon our life, but what we are doing is we are jumping from one end to the other, looking for what other people have already created. Those things were created as a result of their difficulties. And we too have to create our own based on what we are doing, uh, based on our difficulties. But the fact is that the African don't have the concept. The African is not using his mind the way it's supposed to be used. We believe that God has endowed some people that they are more powerful than us. And so they have the ability to create it for us. But that is not it. It is our inability to know that we are creators and therefore we have to create life for ourselves. We have to create beautiful and favorable conditions for ourselves. But that is the truth. That is the truth. And so this is the time that we have to call on one another. Every one of us, my fellow Africans, let us begin to reflect upon our lives. Whatever invention that had happened in this part of the world, in the developed world, our forefathers started it. We have the same thing. And those who have created any bigger things or whatever we see as technology inventions in this part of the world, they did not do it by taking some difficult things or whatever. They took only the basic, simple things that we are doing in our homes and then expanded it to a certain level. And as they thought of it, as they reflected upon it, it becomes what we are seeing now. In the same way, we have our peculiar situation. We have our peculiar challenges. We have to do that. And then we also give it to the world that this is what we have created based on our circumstances. That African is not reflecting upon his life. I always sit down and think. And as someone who, has, who grew up in a village, I have actually lived in a village even... I went to the point of, I mean, living in the forest region. I had an opportunity to observe all these things. And one thing that I have, I have asked myself several times when I was actually in Ghana, in the forest region, in the Ashanti region, was when I see the men and women processing cocoa. I asked myself, so for how long will an African put the pot of cocoa in his palm? and use a knife or a catalyst to break it until he processes it. And when I see the process by which they used to dry the cocoa beans, all the pain and the suffering that they have to go through, sometimes even when the, it is raining, they have to, look, it's, it's kind of an ordeal. And I used to ask myself, when will someone 
By then, I didn't even think of even calling on my fellow Africans. I always ask myself, when will someone create a simple machine, a simple way of breaking these pots of cocoa and extracting these uh, beans, such that it will be so beautiful that we don't have uh, people don't have to suffer? But now it has even dawned on me that to ask the question: of When will an African? When will an African cocoa in Ghana, in particular, and the West African region, and even in the Central African region? We see cocoa as our major source of revenue. But it is very painful and ironical that since cocoa came to us, no African has ever thought of creating a very simple tool that would minimize the pain, the suffering that the processing of the cocoa from the beans to the time that it is exported is made so easy. No one. Africans are always asking for help every day. The cocoa beans are not this. We need these machines to do that. We need these machines to do that. So if you look at it, are we reflected upon our life and are we taking corrective actions? Since cocoa came into our hands, the way that we have processed cocoa is the same way that we are still processing, but we have sold this cocoa for revenue for years and years and years. Yet the African cannot create a simple tool to make his work easy, simple, and also to increase productivity, bring efficiency in that. And so you will see that the Africans, we are not different from the lower animals. We are thinking in one direction. And so long as someone is not coming from somewhere to come and liberate us, we live in that situation. So the cocoa is just one example. And one of the things that I always think of is the timber, the timber that we are exporting. I remember when we were young boys, uh, when we were at school, at, in our early stages, we used to sing a song in Ghana. They say, we have cocoa in, the, in our country. We have timber in our country. We have gold in our country. And so Ghana is rich. Ghana is a nation of kings and queens. And therefore, this is how they taught us. But since I grew up up to today, our cocoa, our gold, our timber, and all these things have, have, been, have been extracted by only foreign technology. But the fact is that the African was digging things before the European came. The Europeans were also digging things before they came to us. How come that they were able to go to this level up to the point that they can drill and they created machines to do whatever they're doing? It is about self-reflection. It's about reflecting upon their way of life. They were also doing this donkey work. They were also doing these painful things. But men and women started thinking beyond the lower level animals thinking that Africans were doing. And therefore, as they raised their minds, as they raised their minds to think, Higher thoughts, what we call the uplifted thoughts, becomes a prayer, and God revealed to them solutions to their problems. And this is the time that we also have to reflect upon our life. Whenever pain, pain comes into your life, it is not about praying that someone will come and relieve you. The pain is to awaken you to a particular uh, idea. It is your pain that becomes the driver. So the painful thing that we are doing, and also, we are not supposed to endure it, but we are supposed to embrace them as drivers. And as we embrace them and we begin to analyze them using our minds, ideas will come, inventions will come, such that the pain will disappear, and then it becomes a blessing. And until we break this barrier, we will not go anywhere. 
it is very painful and it is very ironical that Africans, we are failing to do self-examination, to reflect upon our way of life. The idea of just sitting down and not exercising your mind, not thinking beyond the ordinary thinking is a, is a mental disease that we need to fight with all our might. And that is by first becoming awakened to the, the, the truth that you are a creator, you create your own realities. And therefore, everything that you are going through is your own creation. And if you don't like it, now begin to think about in a different way and above what you are doing such that you get an idea that will come to i mean clear the pain and the suffering away and so i was talking about the timber since we started cutting timber in africa no african has able to even invent a simple tool the machines that we use to cut the timber the trucks that we use to carry the timber everything that we are using came from abroad people who didn't even have this timber but the fact is that they were also cutting woods with axe and cutlasses. But men raised their mind. Men reflected upon the pain that they were going through. And therefore, they, they, it came upon them that they have to do something bigger. And so they expanded. The way you cut the tree with your cutlass or your axe is the same way that they've done the, with the machines. But in a different way that they make it to rotate. And an African, an African who has the mind, the ability to do that. But as I started, God never shortchanged any man or woman with the mind that he has given us. The mind of the one that's created the bulldozer, the mind of the one that created the aeroplane, is the same as the mind that you have in your village. You, I have here, everyone has. But the truth of the matter is that we never raise our mind in thinking. We have limited ourselves to the level of lower animals who can do anything we are only doing basic 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 things and this is the time that we have to liberate ourselves this is the time that we have to pay heed to the mental emancipation that marcus gaffey actually wrote about when we talk of emancipate yourself from mental slavery we normally thought of that oh it's some people that have put us in the slavery uh, uh, mental slavery that no that is not what we put ourselves in mental slavery and that is by we not exercising our minds in the right way we lack understanding about who we are what we have in terms of our minds so today the call is my fellow africans let us reflect upon our lives i have taken only this cocoa and timber example we can go through every nook and corner of our life i've also given the heat the solar if you look at africa we are blessed with sunshine. Look, anytime you call Africa, you call anyone in Africa, anywhere in Africa, what they talk about, oh, the sun is becoming too much. Now this, no. And now we are saying it is uh, a global warming or whatever. Whether it's global warming, or, there is nothing we can do about it. We are in it. The only thing we can do is to ask ourselves, how can we make best, or what can, what, what can we make the best out of this sunshine that we are saying? And that is why men and women will begin to think of ideas, how to create, how to improve our lives. Why should the African actually be suffering from dust? If you go to Africa, one of the key things is dust. Even if you go to the African rooms, the way it is made, it's all full of dust by this time. The African mind, this is what we are facing, this is the challenge we are facing. We should have a technology 
of how to prevent or how to build, even modify our builders and have a cooling system in such a way that you can actually live in your home without, I mean, feeling any dust. This is what we have to be doing. We have to reflect upon it. Someone reflected upon the life of North Americans and realized that the cold is something that is actually, I mean, man and woman have to deal with. He went on to create a, um, a central heating. Why can't we? Why can't we or an African also invent a technology that will help us to create a, a beautiful and a wonderful environment that we don't have to deal with this debt? Why can't we get a technology from Africa? Africans, we have okay. We have this sun in abundance. Three hundred and sixty-four one uh, sixty. Yeah, three hundred sixty-six one quarter. Yes, 360 days. Why can't we? Why can't we analyze, research into it, and make sure that we benefit from it? Why can't we? And as I said, we are receiving the sun for one year, 365 one quarter days. And they say 366 in a leap year, if I'm right. What are we doing with this? What are we doing with this? As a matter of fact, let us begin to reflect upon our lives. Let us begin to reflect upon our lives. I was watching a video. Someone sent this video to me. And it was a new, someone was giving news about Chinese, the China people suffering from um, acute power shortage because of drought. Drains are not falling and they depend, they depend on solely on uh, hydro hydro energy. So because there are no rains in the river, they could not generate power. And the government is forcing, asking people to cut short of the amount of energy they use in their offices and uh, homes. And in the video, I watched all these things, but one thing that I became so interested in was at a point that the, 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 the news reader was saying that it got to a point that they put off all their air conditions and to make their rooms, the offices cooled, they brought giant ice cubes and placed them in the room so that the ice cubes would create a good environment. So when I saw that, I said, yeah, this is great thinking. This is thinking outside the box. And when I was thinking about it, I said, okay, wait. Now China is becoming awakened to the point that dependence on natural, natural occurrences cannot save their economy. And one thing that dawned upon me is that these Chinese are everywhere in Africa, and one day will be day that China, Chinese men and women will bring things to tap the African solar and take it to China to cool themselves, to create energy for themselves, such that we will be there. And with this solar, they will, they will even take it without even know, we knowing, because you don't have to mine it, you only have to be in Africa with a certain kind of uh, technology. So this is the time we have to reflect upon our life. If some people are able to think quick that if we put off our air conditions but we can bring in ice cubes to cool ourselves, why can't we think of technology? This is, this is something that you have started. And whether you like it or not, very soon this thing will become generally accepted way of cooling themselves up over there. Why can't we think it is in difficulties that men and women think to bring solutions 
But unfortunately, the African, in times of difficulty, that is when we are willing, that is when we, we look, we drag ourselves down like animals, goats, sheep, then we bleat, bear, 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 bear. That's what we're doing. For centuries, for centuries, the African has lived with the sun. And it is those who don't have even a quarter of the year of the sunshine that we have, they went on to develop what we call solar energy. And now we are going after it. Look, let us reflect upon our lives, my fellow Africans. No one is cheating us. No one has put us in any situation except we putting ourselves in any situation because of our lack of understanding of life. Difficulties, challenges, all your perplexities are invitations that has been waved into your life to awaken you and to make you move forward. But you, for you to go forward, you have to embrace them and confront them and overcome them. We are not overcoming things. We are not overcoming things. I have used this simple, uh, these examples. You can look through the African life. You will see that everything that we have is the same thing that the Europeans and Asians have based on their circumstances. And they have taken these simple, simple things and blown it into a certain proportion. Then we see it and we say, oh, this is modern technology. It is not modern technology. It is just about moving things forward. The Africans cook. The Europeans cook. The Asians cook. We all started by using uh, this kind of, uh, what do we call it? Fire, woods, and all these things. This traditional way of cooking now they have moved cooking. If you come to this part of the world, what we call kitchen, I tell you, whether you like it or not, kitchen in this part of the world is full of electronics. They have transformed their way of life. Even in kitchen here, men and women will see it as paradise if it is given to them to live or to, to sleep in, in Africa. But we think that they are getting it because they are powerful. Than no, they are evaluating their things. They are reassessing and reflecting upon what their way of life. And every day they are making improvement. Every day they are making improvement. By now, the African architecture, the African everything that we have should have been looked into by men and women. They are all opportunities. They are all opportunities. I am not asking governments to do this. Governments don't do this. It is the ordinary men. And for me, I believe, and that is the truth, that the people that are more important in any country are the ordinary people, the people in the country. Government is of no use. It is not important. When they we need, yeah, this leader, they're only there to, yeah, but the leaders can't do anything unless we, the ordinary people, rise up and do what is suspected of us. That is when the nation becomes great. And that is why you can have a good government. But unfortunately, because we are all blind men, we have those who are in government. They deceive men and women all the time that they are those to create it. And then they give false promises. You are the power. You are the engine of the state. You are the engine of, uh, of your country. So rise up. All that you need is to think. Think, 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 think. Because you exist. Think because you exist. You are a human being. God has given you a mind. Your mind is the same as the mind of Archimedes. Your mind is the same as the mind that Plato used. Your mind is the same as all men and women that live. The only thing that looks as if your mind is inferior is your lack of understanding that 
you are supposed to exercise your mind and use it at the highest level. And the only way you can do that is to throw away all the falsehood, all the superstition taboos that you've been indoctrinated with and begin to think independently as a human being made in the image and the likeness of God, created in the image and the likeness of God, who is creating his own realities every day. That is the truth. That is the truth. So my fellow Africans, let us begin to re-examine ourselves. Let us begin to re-examine our lives. Let us begin to reflect upon our way of life. What are we doing to ourselves? We can never use money to buy all these things. Look, the money that we are even talking of, it is, very, it, is, it is sometimes a matter of delusional. You say you have raw materials. You don't have the technology to mine or to extract these raw materials. So you go for loans or you go to, you, there will be an agreement with a, a companies from the advanced world. Then they will come and mine the raw materials. Then after that, they give you just a little. They take the raw materials back to whatever they get given. Uh, they came from, then they use the raw materials to make high-end commodities and come and sell those things to you. So your money that is given to you is not money to you. It goes back to them. But if you are able to rise up and use our minds and begin to think of creating the African technology, and as I started, technology is not anything so uh, that complicated that we are, we are thinking of. Technology is just a way of doing things. And as you think and think and think and think and they are uplifting or moving it higher, it becomes something that is bigger, that it can do things at a bigger stage. That is the truth. That is the truth. You can put a metal, or even the, blacksmith, the blacksmiths are doing it. If you go to the blacksmith's workshop, they put a metal in fire, they melt it and then turn it into something different. It is the same thing that they do with our gold and all these things. We take the gold, they take the gold and put it in a, a fire. Then it, the fire refines it and they take the, uh, the, the gold and leave the chaff. All these things, we are doing it in our own homes. But it's just a matter of you thinking and moving it higher. If you look at what we have in Ghana and other parts of Africa, the weaving of our traditional clothing, Africa is still paralyzed to the olden way of doing it. Some people thought of it. The man who created the loom was the same as us, our forefathers. But our forefathers never thought of thinking of this, this higher. We have inherited it and we are still doing it. As a matter of fact, I know where this kente is made in Ghana. The, 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 the town called Bonyuri. I've been there. I know how these things are done. And ever since, I've seen people actually weaving kente. And I've been in the north. I've seen people have been doing this Ghanaian smoke ever since this thing was created by our forefathers. No one has done anything big to move the production and to increase the productivity and efficiency of this thing. We are still doing it rudimentary. Yes, these are people who does not reflect upon life. We are not reflecting upon life. And then when people are not buying it, when people are not using it, we say they are racist. We say they don't like African things. Yeah, no one will like inferior. No one will go for inferior. Then the world is moving. Human beings are moving faster and go faster and faster. Even our own children that we that have been brought up in this part of the world, they don't want the African things. They don't say that these are African things. We only have to lift up our minds, begin to use our minds at a certain level. 
But it begins from we accepting the fact that we are made in the image and the likeness of God. And our only purpose here is to create. We create our own realities. And therefore, we create by using our mind efficiently and effectively in alignment with the laws of the universe. And as we begin to do this, as we begin to do this and begin to dream, we begin to think, we begin to visualize, we begin to imagine how we want our job, our work, our everything to be so improved and so easy for us to do. Ideas will drop into our minds like the way the toast pop after the toaster. And then Africa, everywhere will have what we call technology. Ours will also become the modern technology emanating or coming out of Africa. So my fellow Africans, this is not the time for us to go about blaming people. This is not the time for us to go about asking people to come and help us. This is the time for us to sit down in times of our difficulties and begin to emotionalize the solution that we want to our problems until we create until we begin to do improvement to our own things, we will not discover anything. We will not see anything coming from our life. Technology is abound. Technology is where you are. The one that is digging, there is technology in that. If you think and think and think, God will give you an idea how to make it easier and better than what you are doing right now. And as soon as you create that thing, you become the technology of doing what you are doing. That is it. That is how it is. So let us rise up. Let us rise up. The African sun is there. That is something that God has endowed Africa. God has given it to us for free. Let us not just complain. Let us not just complain about how painful the sun is. But let us begin to think into how we can create, how we can get ideas in creating things that the sun will be beneficial. It will move us to another level such that an African village, an Af there shouldn't be any way that a village or whatever in Africa will be in darkness because we are already in energy. We are already in energy, abundance. The deserts are there. We can use them and generate some kind of powerful things that we can use to power the whole Africa. But we are not doing it. The African is not thinking of even venturing into studying into all these things. And this is the time that we have to begin to reflect upon our lives. We are paralyzed. We are where we are. We are underdeveloped. We are poor. We are, poor. We are, we are facing lack, scarcity in our life. Not because some people have cheated us. It is because we are cheating ourselves by not using our minds, by not interacting with nature. Not interacting with nature. So I have given something into you. I have given something to you. Begin to think of it. Those of us that in the, in the developed world, that came from... Uh, that we have we were brought up in villages and towns even those that grew up in cities they are aware of what i'm talking of let us begin to think let us begin to think let us begin to think about how we can transform we are to transform our lives be it, be it transformed by the renewing of our renewal of your mind we, how can we transform ourselves is to renewing of our minds is that is always reflecting upon what your current state reflecting upon your current state, and how can I think about what I'm doing now? How can I think about what I'm thinking now? How can I do something big? And as you do that, God, who is generous, by the same mind that he has given to you, he will drop ideas, he will drop inventions into your mind, so it become that of Africa. Then that the world will rise up and say, hey, thank God, now Africa too has joined the group. Africa has joined the club. As it is, we are not. We are not. We are not. So that is my message for you. Let us rise up. Life without reflection 
Life without of reflection upon your own way of life is self-destruction, and there is no. It is it is a mathematical fact that Africans we are destroying ourselves. We are destroying our everything. We are destroying ourselves because of our lack of thinking, because of our lack of reflection. Let us begin to reflect. Let us begin to reflect upon our way of life. Let us begin to reflect upon our way of life. And God will give us new and greater ideas to improve it and to make it new and beautiful. That is my message for you. Now, may the overshadowing presence of God that keeps the stars in the open from falling on us, that keeps the planets in their orbits such that they do not clash with one another, lead you, guide you, and give you an open mind and a receptive heart such that whatever I have raised, I haven't been able to, sp uh, uh, to speak about it in length, but my job is to stir up something in you such that you will begin to think in this direction, such that we will spare one another up and, and such that we will have men and women rising up, taking our challenges and we facing them and creating beautiful and wonderful things to improve our lives, such that we will show to the world that this is what the African too has made by the use of his mind and with the power of God in us. As it is, Africans, we are not. We are not. We are not doing what we're supposed to be doing here. We are not using our minds well. And this is the time. Once again, my name is Emmanuel Pedro Mensa. I am a co-founder of the Eagle Mentality Group. And at Eagle Mentality Group, we teach and propagate information about the power of the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles. Our determination and our drive and our calling is to raise a new group of Africans Wherever you find yourself, wherever you find a black person that will think and do things in a different way from what we are doing now, particularly on the soil of Africa, such that we'll begin to recreate our own life. We'll become awakened to the truth and the fact that we are the creators of our own life. And therefore, whatever we are going through is our own creation in ignorance. And this is the time that we have to be deliberate. We have to have intention, intentional creation. And then we will recreate a new Africa, a new black man, a new black race, such that Africa, all the challenges that we have, we are facing, has now been turned into opportunities. And Africa is littered with every kind of technology. Africa is littered with beauty, glory, beauty, and the glory of God. When the Bible says that all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God, this biblical statement is taken directly to the Africans. We are living on riches, but we are poor because we are lacking the glory of God. And this is the time we have to raise up. So we are raising a new Africa. We are raising a new Africans. The African that looks to himself and look for power from himself, but not from any other person, not from anything, but from within. And that is when we create a new Africa. As I think, Africa is inhabited by only black people. Sub-Saharan Africa inhabited by only black people. No one is coming to our lands. This is the time that we have to raise a new crop of Africans that will think and begin to create. And when Africa is littered with everything that we have in our mind positively, it will become an attraction to all men and women from every nook, every nook and corner of the world 
to come and live amongst us, such that we will create a new Africa, a multiracial Africa, a diverse Africa, an Africa that the sons and daughters of the European, the Africans, the Asians, or whatever, Latino, whatever, are living peacefully together, enjoying the beauty and the glory of God, enjoying the beauty and the glory of Africa. And then that we will say, yes, we have arrived on the world stage, and Africa is really a demonstration of diversity. Diversity, which is the true nature of God. Thank you.